Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Simply Nerdy. This is Anthony hosting today. I'm joined by the usual panel and two extra special guests um, who are both good friends of mine, fellow nerds, and uh, fellow interested parties in our in today's topic. So welcome, Alex and Jack. Thanks for having me. Yeah, glad to be here. So today, what we wanted to talk about is a very special, very short, but but well well made little game that uh, Alex actually was the one who I think was patient zero as far as discovering this game as far as our group is concerned. Um, <clears throat> he was just uh, messaging Jack and I one day about you know about this game that he was like, wow. I, I, I might need to get back to you guys about this game. You've got to play. And then he comes back and, you know, starts raving. And so I look it up and, uh, and, and it was, it left a huge impression. So I thought it deserved its own episode, you know, kind of talking about our experiences with the game. And I know one of the things I want to talk about is kind of it's, it's representation to me of passion in game design and what I want to see in gaming in general and game design and, and, uh, you know, and, Kind of recreating that same type of experience. All right. Anyway, so the 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 game that we're talking about today. Sorry for stringing it all along like that. Was is a game called Sheepy: A Short Adventure. It's uh, the the title doesn't make it sound like much, but it is uh, an incredible passion project. And uh, so let's let's get into it. Let's talk about it. <clears throat> so actually, I'd like to maybe invite you, Alex, to kind of start us off. You're the one who who kind of got us all into the game to begin with. Okay. So to make a long story short, I actually found out about the game through clickbait. You know, you look at your phone and you just get all these annoying little clickbaits. They're, they're always linked with stuff you're, you're familiar with, like movies. But had this one little article talking about how this is the highest rated game on Steam and it's a, made by some single two, three person party and I'm like looking at it like, huh? And I'm so glad I dug into it because the thing that drew people to the game was the fact that it was free. So I'm like, why is a free game the highest rated game on Steam, supposedly? So I pull it up, I look at it, supposedly it's quick play. Had no idea what I was getting into, but downloaded it, played it. I beat it for relatively quick in about 45 minutes, but it was like, wait, Wait, what happened? Why is this so good? So I'll leave you. I'll hand it over like that. Okay, perfect. I yeah. So then Alex introduces me to this game, and uh, you know it's it's. I, I I mean those of you who've been listening to my to to our our channel know for know now you know very well that my backlog is going to outlive me. So it's hard to get me to to add anything to that list, but. Uh, between the the quality that that he was saying it had, and then also the the, the shortness, I, I decided to take a stab at it myself. And I think the thing that what it highlighted for me, maybe this is my thesis here for this whole you know this whole video, is I feel like that the degree of immersion, the degree of passion, the art style, the music, just everything they brought to it, uh, just felt like. These are when I played the game. I was like, "These are people who love video games. They're 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 making this because it's a it's an art style to them. It's something that they 
they they use as an artistic expression. It's not just a way for them to make money. Heck, they're not making money off of this thing, but they still made this game. They well, you can buy you can buy the soundtrack, and uh, I dropped money on it the moment I finished the game because I'm like, how dare you not charge for this game? <laughs> but uh, from from start to end, uh, for me, it was I, I was just gripped by this story that in a lot of, I mean, it doesn't actually tie up. Hopefully it, the, the way that it concludes on a cliffhanger means they're, they're going to give us more. If, if it does well enough, I don't know how you call a free game doing well enough. How, how you actually put a metric to that. But, um, I was blown away this world they created that is so eerie. And yet, you know, it's, it's, it's almost like this, this kind of dystopian future feel, and yet there's there's an almost, I don't know, like almost a homey feel to how they present it. And and basically it's just, so, so the, the premise of the game is you just, uh, you basically wake up as this stuffed sheep. Uh, there's, I don't know if you're like some sort of disembodied spirit that decides to to possess this this doll or whatever, but then you just kind of go on this adventure exploring this uh, this world and, and wondering what happened to it and the way they, they introduce the story these atmospheric elements like uh it, it was it was a master class in atmospheric to storytelling you know a couple times when you would just walk to a you know a spot on the stage and and the the screen would like pan out and show something either in the foreground or maybe highlight something in the background that just tells this eerie story in with no words and and you just kind of sit there and soak it in like those there were so many moments like that um, no, that's actually, sorry, that's actually why I spotted Alex in the elevator is that I read that note and then I walked over to the edge of the little spot where the note was and the, it panned out. I was like, what is it showing me? I don't know. Wh- why did it pan out? There has to be something to see. And then I like focused on the blurry close corner on the west and I was like, oh, there's a skeleton. Oh, Alex. <laughs> so, so, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I actually had that same experience. That was that's probably the the one that sticks out in my mind. There was a lot of them, but I just remember I I, I walked over to that edge and I'm like, what am I supposed to be looking at? And then and then you see that that elevator and you're like, oh, that's kind of a cool detail. And then after having read the note, then you just kind of the context clicks. And and you know, I mean, in some ways, you might ask, well, why am I making such a big deal out of the fate of some sort of you know elevator worker? Or well, I'm at I don't know what his job was, but he died on an elevator. And yet the way they tell it is it was, it was chilling in a, in a, I don't know. I don't know how to put it to, to good words. Really. It's, it's just, um, it was a moment that made me realize this game knew how to tell a story without needing to use words to do it. And there's, there's a lot of moments like that. It was very well done. The, uh, the atmosphere, definitely. That was one of the things that stood out most to me. The whole game is just dripping with atmosphere and mystery, and um, you just want to know <laughs> what happened to this place you're exploring. And yeah, there's few games that have done that better, in my opinion. I was going to say, in addition to the what Anthony was saying, how he doesn't need words necessarily to tell you an interesting story. Even the moments that did have like little recordings and things were fascinating to me. Like you, you might find a, you might find a skeleton, and there's like a a recording next to it that you can listen to and suddenly you have contacts where like, okay, now I maybe have some idea why there's a skeleton here. <laughs> it's, it was really impressive. 
Oh, and it just it left you wondering too, because there were some cases where it, it looked like people died in basically what was an action shot, you know, like someone leaning up against a window and just stuck there like that. Like something big went on and the game doesn't tell you, it doesn't really ever tell you what it was, but but the way that it kind of presents it just makes you want to know. I mean, they could have they could have done those same things and, you know, take the atmosphere away and it would have just felt like uh, just a prop. Oh, look, there's a dead person there. But instead, they made it tell a story. And I don't know. I feel like I, I keep going on and on about this, but I, I think they just did an excellent job with that type of storytelling. Stephen, what are you going to say? I haven't played it because I don't have a PC and it's not available on Mac, Steam. Based off what you said, I'm watching gameplay right now. Based on what you said, it really reminds me of uh, Super Metroid, which might be the greatest compliment that I can give it right now based on what I've heard everyone saying is it gives you the storytelling without the words. You can see everything in the atmosphere. David talked about atmosphere. And that, those are just really big pluses for me. So if somehow I can get my hands on this game, I am definitely going to pick it up. Just thinking about the atmosphere it was really weird because it marries like kind of this adventurous and eerie atmosphere which is like i've never had a game do that to me before except maybe kirby and the forgotten land you know they made this cheery you know forgotten world where everybody's dead and gone and it kind of had the same feeling in a lot of points in this and i just love that yeah I, I, I guess I feel like you basically were you just said what I was trying to say earlier, which is you know it it had an almost like familiar, comfy feel to it, even though it's this dystopian future. I think it's um I'll just jump in here real quick. So for people listening, the greatest part about this game is the average gamer. My my wife actually just beat it a few hours ago. Um, say the average gamer person who pro- even like isn't that good, just enjoys playing games for fun, they'll probably beat it roughly around an hour. It's free. It takes an hour to beat. I recommend everybody go check it out. It's just a quick, mm-hmm. simple little thing you can do. But adding to what these guys are saying with the atmosphere, the one thing that really stood out to me was how well he captured certain pivotal points in the game. He had a really good intro. The intro burned in my mind with the music mm-hmm. where you're just like, oh, wow, I'm I'm getting into something with quality here. There is a part in the middle of the game that you're going to f- never forget that really sticks out. And then the ending, the ending stuck with me. Like I was just after the credits were rolling, it was like kind of like what Jack was saying there. It was like we had this kind of dreary yet cheerful adventure, but it leaves you wanting for more. Like it had such a uh, strong ending that all you just all you can say was what I I don't want it to I want more and that's exactly what a good video game should end like that, yeah. that climax like uh you know even even when I was dying over and over in that last sequence uh the the way the music was swelling and making it feel so epic I'm just sitting there laughing my head off as I keep falling down cliffs <laughs> you know it was it it was. I don't know. One of the things I, I will say too, like I don't think you can separate uh, this from uh, from this game is the the composers really killed it. I mean, they they basically brought a full game's worth of compositions as well as quality to a game that lasts under an hour. You know, if you're uh, even if you're taking it easy, 
Um, and, uh, you know, I, I was trying to imagine like that last sequence without the music. And it, I think it would have felt comparatively pedestrian, you know, just, okay, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm doing this thing now and okay, now I've done that. So I need to move on to this. But instead the music, the way it's swell, uh, it was swelling with every, uh, every new accomplishment, you know, uh, objective that you've completed, uh, it, it made it feel incredible. And so I guess. I guess my my main thought here is that um, <clears throat> what I was shocked by, and and maybe this is this is where I'm stepping into some you know thoughts of an opinionated nerd territory here. So you know maybe maybe we'll put like a you know warning a, a trigger warning there <laughs> on this episode. Um, <laughs> is uh, I I was just stunned by how much again I've said this multiple times, but I was stunned by how much passion was put into this tiny little package. You know, an hour long, they, these these soundtracks that can blow many games out of the water. Um, a, a an approach to storytelling, quality, uh, art direction, all this that just um, it felt like someone was trying to give their magnum opus, and they just didn't have the time to to completely flesh it out. And so they just really packed the meat on the bones they had, and uh, and and I I walked away from it you know, not only just completely satisfied other than of course the length and wanting more, uh, but also just kind of coming away thinking, man, this is what I feel like the true frontier of true AAA gaming where this is where it's found, you know, I mean, yeah, it doesn't have cutting edge graphics or, or processing power or, you know, ray tracing or anything like that, but it, it had soul and passion to it that I feel like uh, an increasing number of modern video games completely lack, or at least don't have it in, in nearly that quantity or quality. And so, you know, uh, my thesis here, I guess, coming away from this and why I wanted to make a, a, you know, a full episode about this, this little game is that I, I want more games like this. I want more, more passion. I want more, more, you know, more of this, this love put into the games, uh, because it comes through and it makes it special. And, you know, if I, you know, if I only get games that are an hour long, but they're all like this, that's what I want the future of gaming to be like. But heck, you know, if you can give me 70 hour long, you know, ray traced fully 4k games that still bring this, I'll be there for that too. But, you know, this is this is this is ultimately why I'm a gamer. This that's what this game represents for me. It's it represents why gaming is special. Is and and, and that's that's what the the review I would I would give it. I, I don't know how to to give it a, a you know like a score out of ten. It it was just it was sublime. Go ahead. That means a ten out of ten. That's what that means. Ten out of ten. Yep. Ten out. <laughs> if I can add to basically the nature of what you're saying there. So yeah, when I beat it, I instantly went to the Steam reviews and left a review, a kind that I don't normally leave, but it's like a heartfelt thank you of, you reminded me of what made me a gamer originally when I was a kid. Um, the one thing that I absolutely love about this game so much is it's it's the situation it's in, what it's standing up against. Um Steven and I earlier were just talking about our love of movies. Has anybody in this chat seen Forrest Gump? I have no idea. Yep. No. All right. It's All right. We, enjoy some. We, we got a couple here. So Forrest Gump. The, to me, this is like the Forrest Gump of gaming. Not so much in what the movie was. 
but what Forrest represented. There's a scene where Forrest is running across the country and everybody is obsessed with him because why? There's nothing interesting about him other than he's the underdog performing something nobody thought anybody could do. And so what we have here is a game that's the ultimate underdog. I don't know if anybody's seen Donkey's latest video that was making fun of what studios are now calling quadruple A games. <laughs> but we, 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 are in a, we are in a world where they're starting to call games quadruple A. Wait, did that come from them? It uh, came from yeah. Ubisoft. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> it came from Ubisoft. I'm from you guys. I thought that was you. Holy. Oh, that this is Ubisoft CEO said that their new game is a quadruple A game. Oh, and it's so crazy. And it's so crazy. So, so Anthony, that's what Dunkey was making fun of. And so Jack and I couldn't stop making fun of it because we are living in an industry, in a world where you got CEOs and these giant corporate powers who are trying to get to your wallet, advertising their game as quadruples. And then you have Sheepy over here, the true underdog who's not asking for money that took years to make from just a couple people. And it's taken the the gaming industry by storm it's just getting more and more popular as everybody overwhelmingly says they love it they want to support it when i beat the game i'll tell you right now i honestly like what not only was i at awe and like i actually loved that but i was actually a little mad i got a little offended because i was like why is this free like i i got mad and i sent to the creator sheepy some money just because it just felt immoral to watch these giant companies like blizzard selling a mount for 65 dollars on diablo 4 yeah sorry i'm ranting now you get the idea <laughs> i agree with you yeah i i just i just couldn't believe it it was like like you said you, you said it so well it's sheep this light that's shining in the darkness and it's also the perfect uh example to inspire people who are thinking of getting into games hey you don't you you don't think you can make a game that's just as big and massive as um Elden Ring, great. You can still make a game that can make an influence and a change. Mm-hmm. Well, and I've been saying for a while now, I mean, maybe this this marks me as a bit of an old school gamer, uh, but I've been saying for a while now, it feels like the the type of, of quality I came to expect from games as a kid is really only found in a few places these days. And I think the indie scene is one of, one of the most common... Uh, places I discover this kind of quality. And I feel like Sheepy is the poster child of all of that. And, uh, and so like, yeah, like I said, you know, I want more, give me more. I don't need quadruple a games. <laughs> I need passion. <laughs> um, Absolutely. I feel like something that's interesting to consider is the fact that as you guys said, and I agree, the game was really, really good. And how, how could they, not charge for it however we probably well at least i personally probably never would have played the game if it wasn't free and so you know just because people are like oh well it's short i don't want to like pay money for an hour-long game so like how how can they reconcile that like because i feel like they deserve like accolades and 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 pay for what they've done but also I feel like a lot of the buzz it's gotten is because it was free, I guess is my point. It's possible. I that's fair. But it's 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 not a business model they can can really continue with. But yeah. 
but I, I think I think maybe that was one of its best advertisements. Um, and for for those of you who either have played this game or are inspired to play this game uh, based on our our discussion, which if you are, then good on you. Then you can solve that problem by buying the soundtrack. It's eleven dollars, and it is absolutely worth every penny. And uh, you get a free game with the soundtrack. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so I've never bought a soundtrack so fast. I'll say that. Yes. <laughs> I well, want to make a comment. I agree with Lisa that uh, I think that the fact that it's free and it's this qual this this much quality to a game, and how can it be free is one of the major reasons it's getting attention and mm. I have to admit that part of me wonders if it's intentional, right? This maybe this, from what I understand, this is this developer's first game that they've ever released. And maybe they're thinking, okay, this is a way that I can build some goodwill. I can get attention, get my foot in the door and it's working. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> if that was your intent, good job. If it wasn't your intent, still good job. <laughs> I think if they come on the show, we can ask you in person. So come on the show. <laughs> I think I'll speak for Anthony and Jackson. If the creator of Sheepy was to come out and say, I am coming out with a full-fledged Metroid 10-hour game and it'll cost full price, I would throw him that money. Uh-huh. Based on yeah. the conversation, I would too. I would throw him that money. It's, it's the same quality. I would too, yeah. and for several reasons. First of all, the game was just a pleasure to play. Like... Gameplay-wise, it was really fun. And like everyone has said, the music went along really well with it. But also stuff like, oh no, this skeleton is like up against this 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 door, and that's kind of sad. And then random detail stuff like if you if you jump on a certain thing, it plays sounds. And if you if you uh walk on this chair, it starts spinning faster and faster. I I I just really eat up tiny like hypothetically meaningless things like that but it just shows tell. how much thought they put into the entire thing it's like oh my gosh they even thought of this and i mm -hmm. love that anthony uh, was there he, he was i jumped around on the thing that made noise i'm trying to be vague <laughs> i jumped around on the thing that made noise for about 30 actual seconds <laughs> uh, one one thing you missed out on lisa that i felt bad about but i, I couldn't do anything about is that uh they even put, you know, little, little, you know, even just fun little bits of passion in the achievements you get just by progressing through the game. Uh, like they would, they would pop up these little note notes, and they were just, you know, full of personality each and every one of them. Well, I did get two achievements for you. I don't remember what they were, but that was nice. But maybe I should play it again myself just so I can see all of this. <laughs> yeah, my favorite animals. Yeah, I actually turned off achievements for the first time because I was like, "This is ruining my experience in this game." Oh, really? <laughs> <didn't>, wow! <laughs> okay, oh, wow. That's, that's, a hot take. that's the first game that's ever happened to me. Is I'm like, I want to live in this atmosphere and not get taken out of it. Fair enough. Uh, okay, so come uh, with you, Jack. I I liked the personality and the achievements, but it did break the uh, the atmosphere a little bit. To have this pop up and okay the, the, so maybe it wasn't a bad thing for you lisa i don't know i guess <laughs> and have, have opposite reactions there in some ways but i don't know i just it, it i maybe i'm just using that at least as an illustration of just how much personality it had and and probably my favorite one that is just fun you pick up a phone it says something random and then the achievement pops up and it says something like uh 
your wait time is forever. I, I don't know. It was just made me laugh. <laughs> um, um, another thing that I feel like was a sign of a good job in the game is that this isn't necessarily a good metric of quality because I'm pretty easy to spook. But I was, I, the whole time I was just like, oh, spooked. I'm an immortal sheep. I could just go, I, even if I die, I'm immortal, so it's fine. But I, there were still times when I was like, I'm just walking into the darkness. Theme. Okay, there's nothing over here. Okay, good. I'm going to go back. Yeah. Lisa, when my wife played today, I would hear her every 10 minutes. <laughs> and she, she was straight and she... She got so into, um, so there's two characters in this game. There's Sheepy, <clears throat> excuse me, and there's the bear whose name is Patches. Huh. And she grew really attached to Patches. She's like, I want to save Patches. <laughs> I've never thought I would hear someone yelling stuff like that over the secondary yeah. <laughs> character, but. <laughs> yes. They they could make a lot of money off of, of making plushies out of those. Oh my gosh. I was just saying that with my wife before I got Oh my We God. need a sheepy and patches plushie now. Yes. Man, I got just found out their monetization scheme. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Hey. Like I would I uh, now I'm tempted to try and make an amigurumi of, of those guys. Which is a little crochet. There you go. Is this and we'll share it on the channel. Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, one thing. Oh, I guess we can't do that. One thing that was also kind of funny to me is that, like, so this is me, and I, I has to be a brat and brag a little bit, but I in games I die about the stupidest things. Like half oh. the time I died because I just randomly jumped off a cliff, and you know one of my classic things that I say is an issue with me enjoying 2D Mario or 3D Mario, honestly, is I'm incapable of jumping on a Goomba, which is supposed to be the easiest dang thing ever. But in this game, it was kind of the same thing because I would just die for stupid things like, oh, I jumped off this cliff, dang it. But then during all of the fights, I was like, man, I'm just straight up bullying this guy right now. <laughs> I feel so, <laughs> so I kind of was like, hmm, I'm doing pretty well at the boss fights, even though I die for other stupid reasons. But um, yeah, I I think it's partially due to the whole fact that I finally was able by the end of the game to be like brainwash myself into I'm an immortal sheep. If I die, it's fine and whatever. So I was just kind of like, instead of freaking out and thus choking which i feel like i do a lot i uh i did i did well i didn't i didn't i don't think i died in that last fight and i was like well i almost died several times but uh i'm an immortal sheep so whatever <laughs> just kept going <laughs> so uh yeah i wish i could say that <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how you did that last jump without dying uh, it, was, it was pretty close. It was pretty close. <laughs> I, I had to retry that one several times. I was I was I was pretty missed at that point with the idea that they're gonna make things so difficult and I'm trying to be vague on purpose for Steven. Is but, it, is but, worth but you know, just be sorry? No, no, sorry, keep going. Oh, just because at that point I was like, I don't know what you expect me to do. You've made this impossible, so I guess I'm just gonna do my darndest and uh, apparently it worked out. 
Uh, nice. Which I was shocked about, but I was also like, oh, cool. Um, here we go. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I was going to say, is it worth mentioning? We usually in the gaming scene, we're familiar with uh, games having a theme in America and usually Japan. I'm not going to spoil anything, but I think the game hinted, and I wonder if the creator's from France. There's it a big seems that way. Yeah, there's a big indicator trying to say that this game came from France. I just thought that was cool. Just throwing it out. This game reminded me of Celeste a little bit, if you oh, yeah. that. Right now, as far as the depth platforming and some of the abilities you get. But it reminded me of Celeste combined with maybe something like Limbo or Inside. I don't know if anyone else on the channel has played those games. I, I mean, they've been on my list. I've been meaning to play them. Inside is the only other game I can think of that had like that strong of an atmosphere and like a creepy vibe and dystopian feel and kind of scary. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, so I was just curious if anyone else who's played the game can see that comparison as well. I mean, I'm curious to try them. I have not yeah. played those games, Dave, but knowing the little bit I do know about them, I I could say that I also saw that. I was like, this is kind of like Celeste, but creepy. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> but yeah, it's almost like a Mary between Ori and Celeste for me a little bit. I would agree to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would yeah, say there is, they do give you a lot of abilities and stuff and you kind of, I'll just say, you know, they let you run with the ability. If you played the game, you know, you'll understand what I'm saying of that. But uh-huh. that scene was so good and it was on par of like even the Ori series on like some of their escape scenes and things. 100%. Like, yeah. It was just the emotion and stuff from the soundtrack and everything all coming together. That was just so great. Yeah. And no, they killed it for sure. Probably the way that I would uh, just tie this all together is just to strongly encourage you, dear listeners, to give this game a chance. It's not going to require much of your time. It's not going to require any of your money. And uh, it's <clears throat> it's going to be a special experience. At least that's that's my opinion. It certainly was for me. And uh, um, you'll have to let us know when you try it, you know, if you try it, what you think. And if it's uh, as much of a, a moving passion project to you as it, as it was to basically all of us here. And uh, if you would also like to see more games like this, and I would also strongly encourage you if you feel so inclined, which you should, send them money. Because, you know, this is one of those cases where uh, voting with our wallet is, I think, what's going to get us more stuff just like this. So please consider that. These, These creators have really made something special, and we should definitely show them appreciation for that. Also, I need payoff for that question, Mark. Yeah, they, they, they were at a started something. Sorry, Anthony. <laughs> what were you saying? Sorry, uh, I was just saying I, I I want more. I want to know what was going on with that weird world. Anyway, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, okay, if I just say one more thing, you know, usually hype kind of ruins games for me, but this game was so good that it was worth everything in the hype. It is worth it. Mm-hmm. it. Did not ruin the experience at all. So definitely try it out. Yeah. Please do. I agree. So thank you for listening. If you enjoyed our discussion today, please give us a like and uh, consider subscribing. And uh, yeah, like we said, let us know your thoughts and uh, let us know if you 
enjoy the game too if you try it. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Till next time, keep it nerdy. Nerdy, nerdy, nerdy. nerdy. <laughs> <laughs>